Ooh, a little slippage. Breaking loose a little, a little bit. A little breaking loose. That's not winter tires is what that is. That's what that is. There's no winter tires and a lot That's of torque because right. it's an electric. We're driving Genesis first full EV. Mm-hmm. Their first offering. Yep. It is the GV60, and it is the performance edition. So that means it has more horsepower, 429 horsepower, and all-wheel drive. And it's got boost mode. This is, of course, it's classic electric car. It Dual is. motor, so front and rear motor, a lot of power, a lot of torque. It's 429 and then 483 you. gives you almost 50, just over 50 more horsepower when you push boost for 10 <laughs> seconds. You get boost mode. How cool is that? The thing is, you could drive this car, never once use boost mode, and amaze your passengers with the well, acceleration. that's true. Because it is an all-electric, all-wheel because drive. it's an electric car. Also, this is a sister car to two other cars. The Ionic yes. 5 from yep. Hyundai. That's right. And the Kia EV6. And this are all the yeah. same car with different styling, and they're selling it under all three brands at somewhat similar prices, though this is the luxury option. I feel like this is the first electric car that feels like the future. Interesting. This okay. car makes Tesla Model Ys, well, all of Tesla, feel like they're not trying. Well, with all the features and mm-hmm. how good this car is, I don't think Tesla's trying. Here's the counterpoint, though. Tesla looked like the future like this when the Model S came out a decade a ago. A decade ago. The thing is that yes. all the Teslas since then are essentially built on all of the tech that they introduced when they introduced the, the Model S. The True. The 3, the X, and the Y they're are all... Old. They're all built on that same tech. And you know, yeah. these over-the-air updates, they haven't gotten more revolutionary. If you were buying right now yeah. this versus a Model Y, I would never, ever, ever, ever buy the Model Y. I this agree. This is a throwdown totally. compared to the Model Y. It is better than in every possible way while doing the exact same thing. Roughly the same <laughs> yeah. price, yeah. roughly the same acceleration, roughly the same power, roughly the same range. Now, I will say there are two things about the Model Y where it scratches back some hey, notice me. One is you can get a longer range version of the Model Y than you can this. That's, this that's is true. about 250 mile range. Depends on weather, depends on did you get the performance model, all these kind of things. About 250 miles. The Tesla charging system is still better than everybody, even though we were able to get this charged locally. Yeah. yeah. But the superchargers just rule. But in every other way, this over a Model Y for everyone, across the board. 100%. Well, let's start with how it drives. As we said, it's got a lot of power, and with boost mode, you get up to 483 horsepower, 516 pound-feet of torque, which makes this fast. Mm-hmm. But the battery is just over 1,000 pounds, as are most electric car batteries, which makes this a 4,900-pound car. <laughs> yes, it is. So that means it glides, just mm-hmm. like pretty much every electric car. And for the steering, there's that good initial turn-in, but past that, it's devoid of all personality. Oh, completely. But that doesn't mean it's not fun. What makes it fun is everything else about the experience and the fact that you've got electric power to catch up to people, to pass, to use your regen braking. You've got the paddles on the back of the steering wheel here. One actually sets the level of regeneration you Mm -hmm. want to experience. And when you jump off the pedal, you snap your neck. The left paddle is actually doing the regen itself. So you don't ever have to touch the brake pedal down here. So what I noticed was this has a 114-inch wheelbase. Okay. It's the same platform as Todd said, the Kia and the Hyundai. But this wheelbase is two inches longer than a BMW 3 Series. It's long in a compact shape. Oh, yeah, it is, for sure, out toward the corners. Which changes the design language completely. And it makes it look like a small kind of hatchback or SUV or what is that thing? Mm -hmm. It's interesting to drive. Mm -hmm. It's just 
fun and kind of engaging, and there's a lot of interesting things to look at, thereby proving that electric cars from here to eternity don't just have to have one big center screen and then stark, blank nothingness. It's interesting you bring that up because that's actually my problem with the Ionic, is because it's trying too hard to be like, I'm an electric, look at how stark I am, and this is the counterpoint. Yes. Same chassis, and even though it's obviously got lots of screens because that's where we are, electric or gas, or doesn't matter right now, this feels like a normal car interior that you could put in, if this were a gasoline SUV, you could put this interior in it. Absolutely. It, it wouldn't be weird. That's what makes it cool. But at the same time, it feels really good to be here. It feels like a luxury environment. You can't be in this and then get into a Tesla or even, frankly, the Ionic 5 and yeah. go, this is a luxurious interior. No, this is a really nice this interior. Is. And those are too stark. Like, how great does this ride? Very. Long very, very wheelbase? Well. Yes. It just yes. glides. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That is the benefit of electric cars and this new design. Mm-hmm. And that platform is going to be under every Hyundai, Kia, Genesis model for a long, long time. It supports a lot of power, all-wheel drive, or you can get the rear-wheel drive only. But then there's the range. Okay. And when you're buying an electric car, they're all pretty quick. You like how they accelerate. When you compare this to its competition, which I think includes the Cadillac Lyric, which has more interior space, is equally as luxurious and interesting, and it costs less... Uh, and f- gives you more range. Fair point, because this is seventy grand, and the one we had, uh, the Lyric we had, was sixty-five. Yes, that it is was. A challenge. You're right. That's a that's a throwdown. Then there's the Model Y that you brought up, mm-hmm. which gets you more range, but it costs about the same, about the same, and it's not as interesting. Yep. Do you want to pay more and get less range? Genesis claims two hundred and thirty-five miles on a full battery for performance model. Yes. For the performance model, but then when we charged fully overnight. Mm-hmm. We ended up at 38 degrees outside. Yep. It was 217 miles of range at 100% charge. I love everything about this. I just wish it were greater range, but mm-hmm. that's what you get for the performance model, and it depends entirely how you drive it. And with all this power, you're just going to want to get in it, and then if you use boost mode two or three times while you're driving, this range is not good. That's the drawback. It drops fast. But that's fast. any electric car. It's it not is. just this one. We're still at a place where to really have an electric car, you need a charger in your house. If you don't have a house, you have a whole other conversation going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. And if you have a Tesla supercharger, then that's the place that wins. Because the chargers out in the wild, and we've used them very so much as far as where are they, are they working, yeah. how much power do they have, etc. So, so in your house, you charge it every night like your phone, you're never going to think about the range on this. It's got plenty. But if you're yeah. trying to stretch it out, you're going to have all these thoughts. Well, I called the charge point customer service number because when I pulled up to one of the banks, the app on my phone activated the bank that I didn't need. And he had the temerity to suggest that technology isn't perfect. Wow. I also told him not to believe everything that he reads on the internet. Okay. So we had a nice time talking. You bonded. Got it. Yeah. But otherwise, it actually worked great. It cost 93 cents to charge for just over an hour. It's not bad. And Genesis claims about seven hours or so for a full charge from like 10% or so. Mm -hmm. So it's about seven hours. So again, you have to have the 240 volt either at your house we're going to see charge fights at some point where people are going to fight over the chargers to some degree yeah but if it's clear well then it just takes seven hours for a full charge that's a work day there's the car and how good it is Mm -hmm. and there's the the infrastructure that it's involved with (laughs) and we have to talk about both on electric cars but the, the reality of the main reason we're here is to talk about how the car works 
and the car works great. I, I don't Everything like that asterisk. Going. I don't like that asterisk. Yeah. Where we have to talk about the infrastructure, but it is also a reality of owning these at this point. Well, let's talk about the styling briefly. This is a very smooth butterbean kind of shape. If you mm-hmm. look at it closely, it's just the graphics are painted on. Mm-hmm. So the headlights, taillights. But what actually separates this and makes it interesting is at the C-pillar, where the trim does this Z-shaped zigzag mm-hmm. kind of look, and it visually separates the cabin from the rear. If that didn't happen, it would just be this smooth, glossy shape, and then you paint on whatever the shape of the graphics look like. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed that crest grill, that diamond-shaped grill from Genesis, is missing on this car by virtue of the styling? So it sort of looks almost nautical, like the bow of a boat. It does, you're right. Weirdly, yeah. but yeah, yeah. it works on this car, and that's what suggests luxury. It's not an overly styled car. Mm. But then you get into the interior, and this is where it speaks luxury. Patterns, Absolutely. yes, all how everything works. And then if you decide to watch the movie Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Gear Shift Ball Knob. Oh, is that is that your movie record? I have a different one. It's, That's a, a, good one. That's a, it's good one. a 90 minute movie just featuring the shift knob <laughs> in this car. It flips over and it's like a rotary phone on the backside, mm-hmm. and this is how it, you it's choose yeah. reverse or drive. It's actually really cool. It is cool. It's like part of the surprise and delight of this car. And yeah. I hate to say it, but that kind of thinking pervades the entire interior. Every surface, mm-hmm. everything is sort of like, oh, well, that's cool. Like the reflective material on the doors, you know, that Genesis 2 stripe kind of theme. It's everywhere here. It's yeah. like reflective. Mm-hmm. It's, You're it's right. kind of yep. interesting and yep. cool. And it's just a nice little touch. If you have the door open at night, a car is going to recognize the door because it's going to hit the glint. Yeah. It's like a run, back of a runner's shoe. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. The IP is just a nice screen mm-hmm. as evidenced by the Mercedes screens that we like. It yes. works very well. The hot dog shapes are everywhere in here. The door handles, the cup holders, the mm-hmm. HVAC, mm-hmm. the vents. It's very pleasing. It's very relatable. There's buttons. Everything just works. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. The HVAC has a dedicated area that is not just a touch screen. Thank you very much. It has actual buttons on the steering wheel and not yes. anything haptic. This feels like a really good balance. One of the better balances I've seen in an electric car between what are the future crazy things we can do in an interior and what are the things that cars have had prior that just work. They've done yes. a really good balance here because a lot of times the electric cars, it wants to be like, Tesla's the best example. All different. All new. And it's like some of the stuff worked just fine. We don't have to change everything. I mean, they did a really good job of being... This stuff just works, and here's the new craziness. Something that was unexpected, though. There's stuff that works, but then the extras not only include the facial recognition camera in the B-pillar that you can program to let you in, but then you just get to use the biometric sensor, so your fingerprint, Mm -hmm. to start and run the car. But there's also a posture setting for the driver. I didn't Mm. know that Genesis cared. (laughs) I didn't know you cared so much. I didn't know. That's funny. Good. Okay, keep going. The driver's seat will analyze your posture. So what you have to do is find in the menu where you enter your height, your inseam, and your weight. And then the seat will adjust automatically to give you the optimal posture for driving. (laughs) The problem is, it's almost like you're sitting in a lounge chair in your house. It's not good for driving a car. But it feels great. But man, is it good. (laughs) I'm like all the way back. I'm practically leaning back like, this is not going to work for driving. You have to sit forward and pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. But at least that's that part of the thinking is ingrained in here. The center floating console, just by virtue of the flat floor, yep, it yep. makes it very interesting. This just sort of sits out here like a wing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting and cool. All the buttons, you, you just want to use things. You want to push everything and wonder, yep, yep. what does this do? You want to try it all. They all work. It's excellent to be in here. It, it's, again, like Mercedes-Benz. 
We just want to be inside. I don't care if we're parked. I just want to mm-hmm. be in this thing. Mm-hmm. Good heated seats, really good back seat room because, of course, again, electrics with the long yeah. wheelbase, it helps for all of that. This has more space than it appears from the outside. It doesn't look very yes. big. It's yes. very heavy, but it doesn't look very big. <laughs> yeah. But it, because, of course, it's electric, you can push everything to the edges. I mean, it's all the stuff that Tesla and other electric cars have done very, very well for years. Sure. It's executed very well here. This has quickly risen to one of my, if not my very favorite, one of my top two interiors on an electric car because it's totally. just an interior that works, not an interior that screams electric, which just annoys me. Your turn to drive. All right, I'm ready. I'm actually going to turn the car off real quick. Okay. I want this to roll over it's because part of the mood. It's the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> it is the We've Eye of Sauron. We've got a whole Lord of the Rings theme that could go on here. You don't simply walk into Mordor. You take your GV60. You, you deal <laughs> does not the simply walk. Eye of Sauron. It's, it's the so, coolest thing. It's, it's simultaneously ridiculous and unnecessary yeah. and also really cool. They've done a very good job on that. Like also, I said, little things around the cabin that make you want to be here. Speaking of little things, so many cars have a panoramic sunroof. This one splits down the middle. Yeah, that is cool. Which is the simplest little trick, but yet at the same time it's just nice. And it's also, have you noticed? It's tinted. So yeah. it, it isn't I just like... Oven door constant baking, which annoys you. Yeah. It actually is. It's nice because you can get light, but you don't feel like you're just opening it up to the blazing sun. The eye of Sauron is coming through. The, <laughs> it, right. there, there's a recurring theme here. Going to go to sport mode. All right. I'm going to set the regen a little bit less. You can do regen completely off. So when you take your foot off the accelerator, it just coasts like a normal. In fact, coasts even easier than a normal car. Which is kind of cool. Because you got it up to five, you got 5,000 pounds up to freeway speed, and you turn it to freewheel, and it just feels like it'll coast forever. One of the things I noticed about this in sport mode, though, is that sport mode, while making the car more taut and the accelerator pay attention more, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doesn't ride very well. Oh, in sport mode. In sport mode. Uh, now, definitely in comfort mode out, yeah. or eco, it actually is okay and nice and f- continues with that luxury feel. But in, we debate whether or not a sport mode should even exist on an SUV. Because it's an SUV and let's let it be big and nice. Only and if it corners things. somewhat well. Exactly. This, it corners okay in sport mode. But what really disrupts this is bumps in sport mode. Because sure. it has a good initial hit, but it has a second porpoising hit. Uh, Every single time. And I was really disappointed by that. For all of the things I love about this, I think in sport mode, it let me down regularly when I hit uneven pavement. Hmm. Because it has extra body movement it doesn't need. Which is interesting, because when I go to other settings, eco or comfort, that goes away. Then it's excellent. The performance model is faster with less range, but yet I don't want to use it as a performance model, which brings me back to spend less, get the normal model, get a little bit more range, because the sport mode isn't worth it. Your normal non-performance is going to feel really quick. They're still quick. If this is your first electric car, and I've been saying this to people on the podcast and elsewhere, whatever a person buys as their first electric car is going to be the thing that wows them as, I didn't know cars could be this fast. Sport mode is unnecessary. Because all I need sport mode for in an electric car is go faster. I don't need to go faster. I'm fine. I'm prepared for boost mode. So, well, I'm but, ready anytime. But it's, it's not necessary. Look, without boost mode, just floor it. Yeah, it's still quick. Tons of speed. Ton- I, I, people are vanishing. more. Yeah, see, it's, but it's not necessary. And I was genuinely disappointed in mid-corner bumps and just uneven pavement while in sport mode. Because the, the suspension didn't do a good enough job. Plenty of sports cars, yeah. plenty of sport yeah. SUVs, when you hit a crash in the pavement, 
they are aggressive and taut, but they don't have extra body movement. I'm being picky because I want you to understand how great this is in everything but sport mode. If I were buying an SUV shape in an electric car for commuting, this would be the top of my list. This is it. You're right. This or possibly because I actually kind of like the EV6 Kia styling a little better personally. Sure, sure. But it would be one of those two. I agree. Because this just works so well. It is everything that you hope an electric car is going to be without being weird and strange. But then it has crazy tech. Like, do you want the facial recognition? Do you want to do the stuff that feels like, oh, I didn't know I needed that, but that's really cool. You can do that as well. This is a fantastic commuter that is quiet and easy and interesting. It's not dynamic, but it doesn't need to be. It is 70 grand. That's a problem. It's $70,000, but it makes you feel like you're getting something for 70 grand. It makes you feel like you bought a really nice luxury Mm -hmm. car. Yes. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. Now, that suspension that you're talking about, that's by virtue of its weight. A car this size, yes. 5,000 pounds? It's, it's going to struggle. There's no question. It yes. doesn't matter yep. what, what you're magic right. the suspension can do. <laughs> what matters is the weight that it's trying to manage. Yeah, you're right. Future really true sporty good handling electric cars are going to have to be lighter. They're going to have to be. To yes. manage that because there isn't a suspension system that just can overcome physics. <laughs> so weight is you're an right. issue. You're right, yeah. So it's not the car designed for really sporty driving. All electric cars are good for is this commuting mm-hmm. and boost mode, flattening yes. your your throttle pedal so fast. and impressing your passengers yeah. until something comes along that is amazing at cornering and kind of light. And this mm. is delightful. Mm. Those cars, I believe, are coming. But this is where we're at now, and it still feels like the future, and it feels like a luxury car. I like this so much. I think the luxury point is excellent here because $70,000, frankly, keeps these electric cars out of the reach of a lot of people. It does. But at $70,000, if you're wanting to stretch for an electric car and thinking, well, I'm not going to pay for gas, so maybe I'll stretch, that kind of stuff, you want to feel like you got your money's worth. Mm -hmm. And you want to feel like you got something kind of luxurious. I didn't buy a $30,000 sedan. I bought a $70,000 SUV. This is going to live up to that price there. Yeah, I don't I think it's for as many people as it should be or could be because seventy grand is a lot. But I've never been in this and been like, this doesn't no. feel worth the price. It's not And we get in a lot of things yeah. over forty grand of all spectrum where we're like, this is that much, really? And we're disappointed. This is yes. a home run in what it does and how it feels. I wish that that seat did the massage stuff that this seat did. I in agree. this version, yeah. we have massage stuff in the, in the driver, but not in the passenger. I think it should be both yeah. places. But it may be, a, may be an option. I am impressed with sitting here and the space and the luxury and the features. This is so good. If I were buying an electric SUV, this is way up front for me. I mean, the issue with this right now is that it's not available in every state in the U.S. It's mm. not available in every market. And it's limited to begin with. Yeah. So this is still a bit of a test, I think, for the entire Hyundai Motor mm. Company. They're flexing their muscles. They're trying things out. And as battery technology improves, that's going to make things like this for everyone and even more viable. Yeah. You're going to have to adapt and figure out if you are ready for an electric car. And if you're at that place, that's the big shift. If you're not ready for an electric car, this is not a car to be like, well, leave your gas car get this. Right. If your life doesn't right. work for an electric car, I totally understand that. If you're at a place where you're buying an electric car, period, mm-hmm. this needs to be top of your list in consideration. Couldn't agree it's more. that good. Yeah. Agreed.